y'all. Thanks for listening to Tuned In for Justice and Joy, a podcast dedicated to making resistance irresistible by tuning into our mental health, faith, relationships, and always music. I'm your host, Lysandra Janae, storyteller, music curator, and creative activist Bay. Let's get into this episode. So before we get into this episode, I will say it's a special one. I have some friends joining me. Um, and I really like the direction that this episode went in because originally it was just going to be me, um, per usual, talking about dating yourself and experiences that I've had with dating myself. Um, and I'm not talking about like running errands by yourself or like staying in to order takeout while you catch up on them dragons or love is blind. I mean like a whole date, like a whole concert, movie, museum, dinner, leaving room for dessert, all the things. Um, I used to do this all the time and yeah, I just wanted to pose the question to people, would you date yourself? Um, do you date yourself? How do you, you know, create and carve out that space to, um, yeah, love yourself and just court yourself and get to know you. All in all, this episode, the question that I posed um, to those of you who follow on IG, Would You Date You, came from an essay that I wrote um, several years ago when I was in uh, Charleston, South Carolina for a work trip, which again, keep on listening because I talk about that with my friends. Um, Yeah, at the time I was 29 years old, single and still valued dating myself. I mean, I'm still single and I still value dating myself. I'm just not 29 anymore. And I think there's something to be said about, um, not, and this isn't necessarily where the conversation goes with my friends. So I did want to put this plug in before we look, y'all listen to the conversation. I think there's a, like a huge value in not putting certain experiences off, um, until you have company with you, particularly until you have like a romantic partner with you. And I feel like the restaurant I went to in Charleston was one of those things. Like there were folks on individual dates, double dates. And I think I even saw a triple date. Um, and it was just like a very like romantic type of restaurant. Um, and yeah, I feel like we shouldn't put those things off, those experiences off, um, when, we're single because you also never know if you're just going to be single for the rest of your life, which is totally fine. So it's like date yourself, um, but also don't like subconsciously even distract yourself from being fully present by wishing that you had company with you. All in all, let's get into this conversation. It was super fun um, and I hope y'all will enjoy it. I'm here joined with some friends, Mikel and Mel. This is your theme song. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to come in with harmony too. <laughs> or some bars or something, like a little beatbox. But this is a special episode of Tuned In because, yeah, I felt like I couldn't have a conversation about relationships by myself. <laughs> like, just, I think the time is now. I, I was trying to be like, oh, when am I going to start bringing in guests i don't know and then you know you just put some in the group chat and here we are and i'll let the folks introduce themselves um i'll go first uh melody myers i'm a producer at a 
well-known media conglomerate. Um, I've known Lissandra, oof, almost 10 years, if not already 10 years. We old, yeah. Yeah. Your oh. freshman year was what, 2012? 2012. Um, it's okay, mine was late. Oh, you're right, you're right. I'm still young, <laughs> spry, throw, 28. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Throw your age out. I'll throw my, I graduated high school in 2008. <laughs> Look, I've, I've known Lissandra for 10 years now, wow. and then we really got close once she moved here. When was that? 20... 2020 in the panty. The pandemic. But yeah, that's that's me. That's a little bit about myself. And I'm Mikael Williams. I'm an attorney. Um, I've known Lissandra, what, three years, four years? Has it been that long? No. no. I moved. Because she moved here in 2020. Oh, <laughs> it's no, I was like, <laughs> wow. It just it feels, it feels like that way. We, we almost was it 2021? Really? I feel like it was more so last year. Yeah. Because like we did the book we club on All About Love. You met at Shuri's yeah. birthday. Well, it just feels like that. That's how, I know. That's how that's entrenched we are into our lives. <laughs> it feels like longer. It does. Because I'm like, yeah, Shuri, yeah, that birthday was July of at 2021. Yep. Old to Babel. And then... I feel like more so after Bell Hooks Book Club, which was September 2021. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then since then. Yeah. And we spent some time at um, Christy's house. Oh, yeah. 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 Her, her rent parties and things. Yeah. It's crazy when you hear it just brings people wow. together. You said you forget. It's like, oh, it's only been a <laughs> it's year. Like it took so much longer. I'm like, I haven't even been in New York for three years, but cool. Let's <laughs> let's go with it. So. Let's lie to the people. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I was in New York, but yeah. Manifested it in New York. Look, took a minute. But no, we're here talking about would you date you? That was the question on the on the line. Y'all both also responded to <laughs> the, the survey that folks, I mean, it it had really good responses. I feel like most people actually said yes, they would. And I love that. Um, 73% percent of people said hell yeah i'm a good catch 27 percent said maybe i mean i'm trying and so and nobody said nah don't pass go have a v8 instead so no one was like a hard pass hmm. do not date me and so let's start there <laughs> i think because i think when i first hear that question it's like a few things you need to dive into it's like what is one a good partner hmm. um also from the other standpoint are we talking about a life partner? I would date them. Is mm-hmm. this just like, hey, this is a person I just have fun with? Mm-hmm. Or is it, hey, uh, we'll see where things go type of person. Mm-hmm. So I think from those two things, as far as what is the type of relationship you're looking for with yourself or would mm-hmm. you date yourself? And then also from the standpoint of, what is a good person? So I kind of pose, mm. what is a good partner? Yeah. So I kind of pose that to you. It's a reverse I, question? <laughs> well, I think for this, because mm, I don't want to normalize things. Not everybody wants long-term. However, I think because of the context, let's just say it's long-term. It's not just like today, am I comfortable going on a date with myself? But like, if I were to start something long-term, considering where you are, and then we can get into the why, like what you're looking for. Oh, I, I, I would date myself now. I mean, you said we're not going to the why yet. So um, I would I would date myself. I'd say like in the now, I think I have to do this earlier, like 80, 20. But like that's a majority. Like, yes, I would date myself now. Yeah. I'm 100%. But that's my arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real Libra tendency right there. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. 
big Libra energy. <laughs> big Libra energy. <laughs> so I'm just like, why are we even ask that question? <laughs> See, and this is probably why it's better to have a conversation with other people versus me just being by myself like yes and here to you listeners this is why you should date me turn it on to some quiet <laughs> store <laughs> um yeah what's the why what are the the qualifiers the the green flags readiness that you look for maybe in others but i mean of course let's start with yourself okay i know this sounds cliche because everybody's been talking about it like a lot this year but i feel like i have been doing the work like literally going to therapy and I'm like, I, and I know, let's say sidebar, uh, going to therapy is a privilege. It's very costly. So not trying to necessarily just feed into that, but no, I feel like I have done the work, um, especially over the like, last two years, which is like having those uncomfortable conversations. Um, you know, I think it started with, it was actually grief therapy and then we brought it out to something else. So just really being able to kind of dig deep, really sit with my emotions and have those uncomfortable conversations um so I think one doing the work I think in terms of me as a person or like another quality my friends who know me they know that I'm very authentic I'm very genuine and so I feel like I would be able to offer that within a relationship um as well as just being very consistent and loyal um you you will know how I feel about you uh up front and so I think that's like going towards like the 80 and then I would Mm -hmm. say like the 20 of like eh not sure yet Still have to do more work in terms of like growth. Lissandra and I laughed about this <laughs> on Saturday. Look, I've admitted it. I can be passive aggressive. For those listening who know me, thank you for putting up with it. I can be passive aggressive. You know what that is? Growth, acknowledging this. But I think like sometimes I can still be passive aggressive. And then sometimes having those awkward conversations and communicating that is hard and like having to understand that even though I'm a type A and even though I'm very organized and all these things, not everyone thinks like me. And that's kind of difficult and just kind of having to remind myself that people communicate in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like the 20, but I think as I was telling somebody else, I can't really practice that 20 or get to hundred percent. I think until I'm in a situation where I can practice that on a daily basis. hundred (laughs) percent. I want to follow that up. Go ahead. ahead. Well, my thing is like, is there such thing as a hundred percent? Ooh. Because, I, I mean, it's like that notion of like, oh, you can't, nobody can love you until you love yourself. Okay, see, let's, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to say it, but it reminded me, like, somebody posted that, and it's mm-hmm. like, I think it can be both and, like, I feel like you're always continuing to learn to love yourself. Like, it's always, like, evolving, and mm-hmm. so to say, like, you can't love somebody until you love yourself, I don't know, I feel like that's really difficult, because I think we're always learning to love ourselves, so I feel mm-hmm. like you can do both uh, at the same time, and then in terms of 100%, I think that's like another good question because it's like, are we ever going to get like at a hundred percent? Cause that seems like perfection and nobody's perfect. So for me, the question on his face, like, yes, I answered it. Yes. But the reason I answered it. Yes. Is because no one loves me. Like I love me. And that's <clears throat> the things that I do are the things that I also want to receive. So mm-hmm. for me, that's why I, if I'm looking at it, am I the best partner for me? Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> I know what I want and I know actually what I want to receive. Like if we're talking about love languages, are we talking about um, just like other methods of showing people you care or appreciate them or you're showing your appreciation? It's like all the things that I do are the things that I want to receive. So Mm -hmm. it's like it would be easy to date me because we would just be lit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I know what I want. I go for it. Like like, period. Um, So that's why when the question was posed, the first thing that came to my mind is like, 
okay, like, obviously, yes, I would. But I kind of wanted to take myself out of the context and actually start diving into what is a good partner mm-hmm. and do I do all the things that I actually consider what a good partner is. And like, then the answer kind of like started to change a little bit. Like some areas I was stronger than, <clears throat> than others. And, but I think at the end of the day, I still came to the same conclusion. It just wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah. I think even with my confidence, it might, it might shift with that. Cause I know I can also, I think it's both like family upbringing and then just how I am as a person. Like I want something long-term that is very different from what my parents had. And so Agreed. I'm like, if I sense a little bit of manipulation, I'm like, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> nope. That's a red flag. I'm gone. And so, yeah, I think like both dating myself, which I feel like I did more of before the pandemic. Mm. Um, and that's partly where some of this conversation or this question even came from from for me was I was I took myself on a date back in 2019 during a work trip um to Charleston, South Carolina. Like one of my colleagues had told me about this place called Pelican Grill and they had like this 12 layer coconut cake super Ooh. lit. And I was like, I'm just gonna go by myself because I don't want to hang out with my colleagues. <laughs> So, I mean, like, but very, like, super fancy restaurant. But I would do stuff like that for myself, like, all the time. And so, when yeah, when you're talking about, like, the things that you want are the things you also do for yourself. Like, nobody loves you as much as you. Yeah, I enjoy, like, what I give to myself. Like, why wouldn't I want to share that with somebody else? Like, um, Eartha Kitt has, like, this quote, this video of herself where she's just like, you know, I want to share my love for me. I don't want somebody who is going to share my love for me with me, you know, like... <laughs> Earth in her very well, Eartha Kitt way, um, <laughs> cannot emulate that voice. But it's it's kind of like that when I think about like the dates I've taken myself on, the work that I've done, um, even like recognizing the not so great parts of myself. I'm like, I know that my my character flaw trait, my my villain trait is I'm petty. Not and, villain trait, you know. Oh, I'm very so <laughs> the Pisces in me is just like let's just all get along in harmony y'all let's just look you know. all the air signs in me are like I will light you up I'm, with I'm, a smile I'm, I'm, I'm hoping 2023 is my with a era, smile so <laughs> and then send you a playlist about it like <laughs> And here's some music to listen to. For 2023, that would be my villain era. I did. You need to learn about yourself. (laughs) I did have a question for you though. So Mm -hmm. you mentioned like having seen what you saw from your parents. You know, Mm -hmm. if I see a sign of manipulation, like I'm out. So for you, what is that bar in the sense of like this is something that this is a red flag? Like absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Versus oh, this is just uncomfortable. And like, am I just kind of like reacting too quickly? Yeah. So I think that's a really good question, and that happened actually. over the summer even. And I think that's where like now I would say, yeah, I would date me because I've seen, I've also seen that growth where I think about an ex I was dating when I was like 24 and my auntie got all up on me. This is when I was living in in Nashville. (laughs) Shout out to the auntie. You know who you are. After I broke up with him, she had mentioned something. She's like, you know what? After everything you've been through, I get it. You want to date Jesus. But like, People are imperfect. Mm. And yeah, and I was just like, I felt like we did have really good reasons to break up. And also took that as a note, like, okay, maybe I do run a little too too quickly and like shut things off a little too quickly. Whereas like now, like I had a situation with somebody where like some things that felt very familiar were triggering me. And I was like, okay, 
is this, and in that case, it was like, is this 19-year-old me trying to keep Lysandra safe? Mm. Or, you know, because, oh, we've been here not doing it again. Or is this a different person, different situation, and a place where, like, I can press into this conversation, inquire, and then maybe, like, work through that discomfort. And it ended up being the latter. It was a really long, it was, like, a two-hour-long conversation with this person. <laughs> but I was just, like, I don't want to, like, jump to conclusions and assume and, and, like, blame it on being intuitive when really, yeah, yeah it's, like, a chance to work through some trauma. Mm. Um and like better communicate what I want and like the type of communication I was wanting from that person versus like just assuming, oh, they're trying to like lead me on. And so I've, I've seen that growth so vividly, even in the past 10 years that I'm like, okay, even when things do get uncomfortable, like I can still communicate and ask about it instead of jumping to conclusions. Mm. Green flags I look for is one accountability. Mm. Um, <clears throat> showing your appreciation versus just always telling. Because I think words without actions can sometimes just fall on deaf ears over time. Mm-hmm. Um, or just finding ways that your partner appreciate, like things you can do to show your appreciation. Like some people like flowers. Some people like, hey, picking up a book. There, a book to read. Or like, hey, I was a thinking about you because of a playlist. book. Or a perfectly curated <laughs> playlist. I heard the uh. song and thought of you. <laughs> Like, there's just, like, simple things that you can do in that regard. And then just, like, also sometimes cueing in on those little details about them and being able to, like, make their lives better. Mm -hmm. Or if you know they're not having a good day or you're not doing certain, there's certain ways that you feel like they can pick up on those things and, like, Mm -hmm. make your day better or at least try to make your day better. Um, I think just being aware, present, and accountable and it's not in a sense I'm saying overextend yourself to the point where you're not taking care of yourself. But I think it is a reality of like everyone says the relationship's 50-50. But the reality, I think, over time, it truly should be more of like a 40-60. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the pendulum will sway each way. And it's like, how does the relationship look when majority of the help is being put on bringing you back to more of the center? And also, how does it look when you have to bring your partner back closer towards the center? Mm. And I think that's where I think those are the green flags look I at least look for and like moving forward, like in the space I'm in now. My math is different, though. Mine is like <laughs> each person's coming in to the best of their ability, like giving 100, like at least aiming to give their full selves and not like holding anything back, but also recognizing there may be days that your partner is, I mean, we were just talking about this before you got here. Like seasonal depression is real. Like your partner may be on a, on any given December on a 20% and, or December day, you know, giving 20%, that doesn't mean you come down to 20%. It means like if you're genuinely at a hundred or at 80, like stay there and still give that. But like, yeah. I was saying more just like, Hey, there's that balance of, if you have more you can give more at Mm -hmm. times and then when they have more they should give more at times and that's where i say like honestly it's probably always going to sit more around 60 40 one side or the other like 50 50 is going to be hard like both partners there's going to be rare uh like lunar eclipses where (laughs) both partners are both mercury in the microwave (laughs) so i think so that's where i'm just like 
but you have to understand your partner in those situations. You have to understand that you know that they're going to be there for you when you need them, just mm-hmm. like you're there for them when when they need you. I feel like that's such a hard thing to like find out, though. I mean, in those tough situations I mean, when it's like, I mean, you, find, you find out when things when when shit hits the fan, that's when you really know like what type of partner you have. Yeah. And it's both ways. Like, can I support this person when shit hits the fan for them? And also like, has shit hit the fan for me? Are they supporting me in a way that I need? And if mm. they're not, how can I communicate in a way that they're also receptive to it? So yeah. I'll add another green flag. <laughs> I'll add another green flag. It's communicating. Regardless of like what mood or um and also realizing it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. And being able to I'm not saying sugarcoat things to your partner, but say them in a way where they potentially won't take offense. And even if the person does take offense, them using communication well enough to be like hey mm-hmm. i'm sure you didn't mean it this way but this is how i took it um can you please just give me a little more context to like what you actually meant by this yeah like communicating in a way that you actually do want them to get it and not just like oh, i get it and then like no action or-, or just you don't get this and so i'm just lashing out at you versus no. like hey this is how you love me better you're discussing okay. to mm-hmm. find solution is not to want an argument Mm. That part. Do you want to be right or in relationships? Go Ooh. check out that episode. Ooh, <laughs> that's real. Ooh, green flags. Um, I'd say the one that you said about like, are you willing to uh, stick out like through hard times, especially because like each person is gonna like go through stuff. And I feel like the best way I've I've seen that, and like we talk about like what we've seen in previous relationships. My friends know like I just always I don't say like idolize, but I'm kinda like Yvonne Orgy, Molly, often insecure mm-hmm. in like her parents like relationship. Like, oh my God, it's so cute. Um and I feel like a good example of that is like, you know, when my mom was in school and my dad was willing to like step up and to help stuff. So like, you know, like you said, it's not necessarily fifty fifty. So just having to like meet there. And then when my dad was sick and my mom, you know, being able to step up and like you said, just kind of show up instead of just like you said, like, well this isn't my problem, whatever else. Um, so I definitely think kind of just what Mikhail said, like how how do you act in tough times and how do you carry yourself? Communication is definitely like another thing. I think for me as a person who can be very anxious, like just being flat out about like, hey, this is what it is. Like with me, sometimes I just feel like people need to over communicate because if it's a thing of like, let's like, I, can we talk? What are we talking about? Like, what do we what do, what do we need to discuss? Like, my mind goes like a million different miles. Like, like we'll talk about it in five hours. Like, like we know. <laughs> like, what are we going to possibly be talking about? So, like, I would say communication, like over communication. And I think one other thing is just for me, um, respectful of one's time. I feel like that's just really important. I feel like I try Ooh. to. Re- Ooh. <laughs> I don't. Know, I just feel like that's a big one. That, that's a big one for me. Time. Okay, like we're claiming my time because it's just like. My like when I meet with people, I'm very intentional. I try to be on time because I want to respect somebody else's time, and so just being respectful in that uh, regard, I think is just really important. And then, kind of in conjunction with that, like time management. Like I feel like we know dating takes time, obviously. So how do you manage your time to show that you still care about the relationship, that you still care about the person while still getting your work done? I'm not saying like forget your work or whatever else, but just how do you balance your time? I don't know necessarily about the. And we talked about the whole loving yourself before somebody else can love you. But I do think, maybe not that necessarily, but like knowing to an extent who you are. Mm. I think at this juncture too, like being in my 30s, I'm like, yeah, 
Mm. Do not like contort yourself to become something that you think you want me to be in a relationship. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think that's a big green flag that like, okay, you, you're doing your thing and whatever it looks like if it's cleaning toilets or if it's running boardrooms like you're doing that and you know you're supposed to be doing that um with confidence and so that's a big one on top of communication so that the the relationship doesn't really become like an identity per se it's just like adding to whatever our lives already are what if someone says you almost be like a cherry on top like yeah. if like you want to add into my life it shouldn't be like another distraction or mm-hmm. it, or if, like if it's a distraction that. a good distraction but i mean yeah that's the whole thing about you're not you don't want somebody or i would say i don't <laughs> <laughs> i don't want somebody who's like that completes my life i want someone who compliments it yes. i'm not looking for someone to take like a backseat to like my things yeah i want us to share in this journey that we have together but also the things that we have separate and those things are okay to not bring everything together or but where it makes sense to bring those things together we like make sure like we can still cherish those moments and times together as well and i think it's very easy to get lost in relationships regarding that piece Mm -hmm. because i think early on when you're dating it's like you have this consistency of like date nights or someone's planning like hey i'm gonna take you here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but then when you actually get into that part of the relationship where it's not as much courting anymore Mm -hmm. or hey i'm thinking about you like let's get together it's more just like hey y'all are talking every single day like Mm -hmm. y'all kind of already have these plans but the plans have turned into more of hanging out with friends versus being focused on like hey we should still date each other Mm, i like that so what would y'all say is the balance between because i think there there could be two ends of the spectrum the spectrum that's like self-love working on me it's all about me like you know catching fights not feelings (laughs) deep into it to like what is it serial monogamy i always got to be in a relationship just got out of one in another one three days later (laughs) like what is the balance between like i desire a relationship and also i want to lean into that that self-love and continue to get to know yourself while you're learning about yourself through these relationships I don't know. I feel like you kind of mentioned this earlier, but like, I feel like you're too far into self-love when it's like, you kind of start thinking of just all the inconveniences that maybe like a relationship would bring. And you just like automatically like, no, mm-hmm. like this is going to impede on me. And I've caught myself doing this of like, oh, I got to be selfless. I got to think about other people. Like when you love somebody, like you want to die for them. Mm, I'm good. Self-love is where it's at. And I think that's when it becomes like a bit of a problem <laughs> because like, you're not willing to put yourself out there and make yourself uncomfortable. And then I think on the other spectrum, I feel like you're leaning too far. And like you said, like if you feel like you cannot be single, like do you feel uncomfortable going out by yourself, doing things by yourself? Like you have to find that type of comfortability. Drake said we hate sleeping alone. (laughs) (laughs) But that was one of the things I noticed when I was at that restaurant in South Carolina was, and I was writing about, because there was some other person like, just a couple tables down from me and I noticed they were also eating alone. Yeah. But like seeing, I mean, I was, I just brought a journal and like put my phone on D and D was just observing the the surroundings, writing about it. I felt very like Joanish in this one episode (laughs) of girlfriends. (laughs) When Joan goes out to eat by herself and 
like the blueberry pie in her teeth, all of that. <laughs> and so I, I mean, and there's some part in there where she's like in her head thinking like these people are probably wondering why I'm here alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, you know? I, mean, I felt they're probably wondering. But like looking at that yeah. person, like that person was like so glued in to their, their phone. Own. Or no, just like very glued to their phone, not really like Take taking in. in the surroundings or yeah. anything. And I'm like, do they like hanging out with themselves? Like, I'm just writing all these things down. But I was like, do they like hanging out with themselves? Like, I'm also laughing because, like, y'all know, I went on a solo trip to Jamaica by myself for my 28th birthday this year. Talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. But, like, I really wanted to do this. And, like, not going to lie, it was very scary because I'm like, I'm going to another country. I don't know nobody. Like, I'm staying on the resort grounds, but it's still just me. And, like you said, I think a lot of people, it was more so, like, the the restaurant staff. They're like, oh, like, you're, you're by yourself. Like, they were really worried. But it's just like, I... I had a book. I mean, I was like, I had a book on my phone. Like, I, I was book. like, I mean, like, I, I got a book. I'm not by myself. But, you know, it's almost like you said, I think that I really. Got the good Lord I got on I was forced to enjoy my own company. Like, I think, of, like, my last day, I just sat at the pool by myself. Nobody bothered me. I had a book. I was, I was just chill, had some drinks. Like, like, I did all these things by myself. Almost like you said, it's just like, I was kind of forced once again to just enjoy my own company. And, like, it is what it is. And it's like, yeah, I'd like to do these things with other people, but. I don't know, enjoy, like you said, your own company. Yeah. I feel like New York's a good spot to be like a social introvert, but also like take yourself out on dates. Yes. Like I did that. Best of both worlds. What was it? It was like March of 2017. Basically had like an introvert weekend. Booked myself at, yeah. Because I think I told hotel, you I was in town, like, but I was like, like I'm not in like, town. I'm girl, not here. <laughs> you don't see me. <laughs> um, but like booked my, yeah, booked a, a weekend at the library hotel, jazz at the Lincoln Center, like bookstore trips. Ate dinner at myself at this like really fancy Italian restaurant. Ooh. Had a book. Was like chill. They had live opera that night, and yeah, same thing. Like I mean, even just like seating me, they were like, "Oh, it's just you," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm <laughs> y'all got other people here that I can see." <laughs> and it's like, I feel. Like, I mean, especially then in my twenties, it was like an escape from DC, which my life in DC was very social. I was always around people and so to have one weekend to myself to just like do things that I love I'm like this I mean shout out to the people who probably do this every weekend you mm-hmm. know like for me it, it was more like a once a quarter thing like I'm going to be very intentional about my, dating myself in this way yep. but even that it's it's such a good reprieve and I'm like it also I mean sets the bar high because I'm like this is how I would date me. So if I date somebody else and it's not this, I'm like, I'm out. That's that like, <laughs> are you complimenting adding to my life versus like, does it feel anticlimactic from what I could do for myself? That part. I think this is what you just said is great because I think the question also kind of becomes, it's like, yes, you have this standard for yourself. Um, but we were talking about the spectrums, the mm-hmm. spectrums of essentially selfish and self like self love. Mm-hmm. And like, but you're all about yourself to the point where it's like, you're only going out on dates for the benefit of you. Like, it's not mm. even thinking about like this other person. Like, you might ask a few questions about like what they're doing or what their life's about. But like, you want to go to this restaurant. You wanted to like do these certain things and like basically curate the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like my, this is my bucket list of foodie calls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So I think when you're looking at it from that standpoint, it's like, yes, I agree that, hey, if I'm a date myself, I realize that I have expensive tastes. I like going to whiskey tastings. I mm-hmm. like I like having like um, A5 Wagyu or different things or doing sushi. And it's like, those are things that I would do, take myself on, but also take yeah. my dates on. Mm-hmm. But 
can I expect someone else to date me in that way as well? Eh, probably not. Yeah. Like, I think they should understand these are things I like and it should be a treat for me every now and then, a way to show my their appreciation for me. But I don't think it should be like, hey, this is how I love myself. I need someone to love me in this exact way. Because mm. I think, yes, as we are perfect to our own selves, there are things that sometimes we don't realize that other people can give us that we love as well. I don't know if this is like a good metaphorical or like type of story to go with it, but I think of one of my best friends, he was visiting and he was making pancakes and like I make my stuff a certain way. And I was like, he was doing something like, what are you doing? He was like, Mel, let me do this. Like, I got this. And I was like, oh, like I learned a different way to make something. And I was like, oh, like you said, just sometimes your way isn't like the only way, like kind of just learn from other people. That's a big one. I have nothing to add to that because I come from a family of people like my way is the way <laughs> and your way is trash. And I'm like having to unlearn that in me, in everything. I mean, whether it's like work relationships, romantic friendships, I'm just like, that's not how we so do So we go things. work on that together and I'm in like, 2023? Mm, okay, chill. Like other people can do things. Yeah. that makes sense like yeah. I may be stronger in a certain area but that doesn't mean I always have to do the thing or like take the mm. lead like they can do it their way and it may not have been how I'm gonna do it <laughs> so can we work on okay. that together in 2023 because that is okay, my goals. struggle like that's <laughs> not the way to do it I think it's just about giving people grace like mm-hmm. I don't think every time someone messes up it is something that's detrimental to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Or like, not even mess up, just not how I would do it. Okay. Uh, like, even that, just even worse, right? probably. But yeah. yeah, I'm I'm taking it a little but step yeah. further. <laughs> yeah. A little they, step further. But when like, they do mess up, yeah. When they do mess up, it's, all right, well, let me explain to you, like, why this bothers me or why mm-hmm. I don't feel like this is okay. We can talk about it. And from there, it's like, it's a learning experience for us. Like, yeah. The benefit at the end of the day, the whole benefit of dating or the whole goal or aim of dating is how are we going to move in a way that's best for us? Like, yes, you need to also keep your individual selves as far as like, is this relationship best for me? But if the answer to that question is yes, if both people agree that that answer is yes, the next question right after that is what are we doing and is this relationship best for us? That's a real thing. Cause like you could want something really badly, but it's like, is this actually mm. benefiting like our growth? And, and I mean, maybe some things are clearer in retrospect because you may not know if like, okay, that was just an uncom- uncomfortable season or an uncomfortable thing. And we actually did move through it. I don't know. I think about like the past year, which I've talked about on the podcast already of just like my 31st year of life was dedicated to, um, learning how to cultivate t- tenderness. When I think about like being more tender, being softer, it's like letting go of basically like this, like this fist holding, like I'm going to stay in this way mm-hmm. or I really got to make this work mm-hmm. versus like, okay, this, this like mindset of grace, like where do we just, where can we breathe? Yeah. And is there actually room to breathe in this relationship? Like, is this person a charger or a battery? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, in the sense of my relationships with like my friendships with you guys, like obviously this is like a it's a charger situation where basically like every time I come around, you guys always leave feeling better than when I came. And I hope that's how you guys feel. Oh, I agree. Uh, remember when I walked in, I was like, day. <laughs> day was day. The day was day. Okay. But I think that's like another thing I think for me is just in the sense of like, is that what a 
a long-term partner would bring mm. um, for me. You know, like, how do I feel, like, when I'm in your presence? And I feel like, for me, just, I don't know if it's, like, a green flag, but, like, can I kind of let my guard down? Like, you know, can I just fully be myself? Like, was it Sunday or Monday? I just FaceTimed my mom, and I was, like, I was finishing something. I was, like, man, this wig is hot. <laughs> <laughs> say in the sense of I have a lot of male friends and like I have just great friendships in general so I just feel like my partner should kind of be like that friend plus like all the added benefits of it as as you said it's like I I view all of my relationships from a standpoint of who's a charger and who's a battery um so from that standpoint my partner the person who's my supposed to be my go-to my Ace Boom Coon, whatever we want to call it. My shot. Like, <laughs> like, that's non negotiable. Like, mm. they have to be a charger because yeah. this is the person who knows all of my secrets, that knows everything that I'm going through, and is supposed to be that person. It's like, I can talk through things with them, or if I'm having a bad day, it's like either. She knows it's a day like, hey, we. I just want her near me and we're sitting in silence to, hey, we're actually talking through things. Mm-hmm. And I think like those, your person should be able to do both of those and both of those actions can, you can be a charger from it. <laughs> but I don't think it's sustainable if you feel like you leave work or you leave your day to day and then you go home or you're communicating with your significant other. And you feel like they don't even, they can't even pick up on the hints that mm-hmm. you're having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And it's still mm-hmm. just like all about them. And it's like, maybe their day was kind of bad, but not like clearly as bad as yours. And it's like, they're just draining you even mm-hmm. more from what the world has done to you. Mm-hmm. Essentially, like you said, it's supposed to be a safe space where you can pull off your wig or Good. just do whatever okay. you want to. <laughs> My thing is, yeah, like I know who I am when nobody's in this apartment but me. Okay. <laughs> and I want to have that level of comfortability with a partner of just like, look, I am a weirdo. I'm like, I'll, I'll randomly just be like, I'm a blast all my 90s music, or like my 90s R&B. And then be like, all right, now we're going to switch over to musicals. And I'm like doing five heartbeats and Lion King and Sound of Music all at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, you can just roll with it. I need someone to love me and accept me like Titan. Oh yes, I love love everybody. (laughs) That too. That's probably why I'm still single this year. Because dogs in for Titan. I'm like, y'all don't really love me. (laughs) (laughs) I hop on a meeting and Titan just walks up and he's like, "Look, are you good?" And I'm like, "I am. Thank you." you, For those who don't know, Titan is a dog, by the way. Yes, he's a husky. He's the best husky ever. The question. To wrap things up, is songs that come to mind when you think about dating you or the type of relationships that you want. Long Walk by Jill Scott came to mind. <laughs> Maybe we could just sit in silence. And then um, I feel like in terms of just like what people add when you go from singleness to being in relationships, um, Let Us See has this song called Add To Me. And so those are just two that immediately come to mind. I I would say I have two and I would say 
the one for me, I'll probably say Joe. I want to know. Mm-hmm. Just because. Tell me what I gotta do to please. <laughs> <laughs> be anything you say I do. So I would say that one, and I would say more from of the question of like dating. It's like I want to get to know someone. I want to know all the little things and big things and whatever like makes you happy and and know if like are are these things I can actually do. Then the second one that just comes to mind because I just like love the song is Incomplete by Case. Oh, that's called Incomplete? Mm -hmm. No. Happily Ever After? That's Happily Ever After. Okay. Why not just mix up Cisco (laughs) Incomplete? And that's what I was like, I know Incomplete by Cisco, but I was like. And I'm not talking about Incomplete. But you know, folks be coming up. I mean, it's just. People be having names for songs that shit, <laughs> i.e. Differences by Genuine. It's called My Whole Life. Stop playing Genuine. Like, stop playing. It's My Whole so, Life Has Changed. So it's happening around. I don't know any of these songs. Um, so I actually had three or four that came to mind. Come on. So, <laughs> completely Disney. Uh, Never Knew I Needed by Neo. I don't know if y'all have heard that song. But, like, best thing, I never knew I needed. And I feel like that is the type of person that I need. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like that kind of speaks to the type of person everyone should have someone mm-hmm. like you know never knew you needed um i'd say bed piece with janae Iko, childish gambino yeah that's an example of, like you said just kind of like being my fullest self around you like let us just sit around in bed all day and do absolutely nothing and enjoy each other's company plus one on that one okay okay yeah. so you yeah, know okay yeah. i'd say pop thieves make it feel good by childish gambino is also kind of like similar to bed piece in the sense of like us just enjoying each other's time um all the time and then crush but Usher and Yuna, I just feel like that's like such a cute, just genuine, like, I don't know, like first love, first date type of song. So those would be my uh, examples. Love these. Get into it, y'all. I will just make a little playlist. I'm sure more songs will come to mind for me, but this is already like a good little a little playlist. So um, the question I'm leaving with listeners, same question whether you saw it on IG or this is your first time hearing it through these conversations, do you like your own company? Would you date you? And why? What qualifies you to date you? Um, if there are any hesitations, why is that? You can DM me at Lissandra Janae on IG. I'm back on these Instagram streets from here. Listen to this playlist. It'll be in the show notes curated by this lovely group. Um, and as always, thanks for listening, like subscribe, share with your people, rate review. So the algorithms know that this podcast exists. That means y'all too, people who are participating. I'll share. definitely be sharing for sure. Yeah. I've already given my friends a heads up. I'm on a podcast. Y'all. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Mama, I made it. <laughs> Started from the bottom. Now we're where? Here. <laughs> And again, the playlist featuring um, to, yeah, sharing the music that inspired this episode will be in the show notes. This episode um, produced, recorded, and edited by me, your host, Lissandra Janae, featuring my friends, Mikkel and Mel, in the comfort of my little Harlem apartment. Music is by Taylor Famous. Until next time, y'all, be well. Be well.